0: Yes, thanks for joining us for another edition of Mobile Rolling. Proudly brought to you by Changeover, standing, of course, at Burwood Stud, Up on the Darling Downs at Pittsworth for Noel and Christine Denning, a New Zealand Cup champion. Changeover. Let's talk to Angus. Garrod, there's a lot to talk to Angus about this morning. I want to get the update on Manila Playboy because he was back at the trials on Friday afternoon after being beaten the previous Saturday night at a very skinny price. So I want to talk about Manila Playboy. I want to talk about Angus' double on Saturday night. He's got a stack of drives coming through here later this afternoon at the Creek. He joins us first up this morning. Angus, appreciate the time.
1: No worries, Chris. Always good to have a chat.
0: Uh, I'm intrigued by Manila Playboy right now because he was so good two starts ago when he parked outside Big Wheels, put him away in brilliant time. The trials following that victory were just sensational. And then he was beaten for first up. Saturday week ago at Albion Park. but like I said, he was back at the trials last Friday afternoon. He ran second behind the Group 1 winner, Tim's a trooper. What did you make of that performance?
1: Yeah, no, I was really happy with his trial, Chris. Um, He he felt good again. Obviously, we sort of didn't open him up. But um, we just looked after him and he felt solid. Like, he sort of felt like if I asked him, he would have just put him away sort of pretty comfortably. So, um, I couldn't fault him on that trial.
0: Okay. Now, the final qualifier for the Charity Fire takes place this Saturday night down in Sydney. It's the Pale Phase. Adios. Do you know, was he amongst nominations for that race?
1: Um, No, no, he wasn't. Um, As good as he trialed, um, unfortunately, he sort of pulled up. um, Not 100%. He just had a little niggle sort of the day, two days later. And um, so Shane just sort of elected to give it a miss, sort of. didn't really um, play out how we thought it would, so he, um, I'd say he'll just go to the paddock now and sort of get ready for a fairly solid um, campaign in our winter carnival.
0: Well, that's the upside. Uh, there's plenty on offer during our winter carnival, including that new race, the Queensland Sun. That looks an obvious target for him.
1: Yeah, that's right. You know, there's sort of um, there's that four and five year old championship and um, Queensland Sun, and obviously. Um, if he happened to win that, that sort of gets him into the rising sun, which is obviously a um, massive race now.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: That being said,
0: so he stays here. Bangkok DJ, who you drove last, that's so good just downing away we go. You really lit up away we go in that race Saturday week ago as well. No New South Wales derby thing him?
1: Uh, no, I don't believe so. Not at this stage. Um, I think he'll just um, do the same. He'll just sort of get ready for... Um, our derby's here, and you know there's a few other races there for him as well. So he's sort of got a big future ahead, and once he learns what he's doing, he's going to be um, pretty exciting.
0: Yeah, he's a very progressive horse, and he's got that real nice change-up speed, and that was that was on show last time out because uh, the way he put away Away We Go was very impressive.
1: Hundred percent. You know, like I didn't, I didn't even turn my whip. I didn't pull the plug. He just sort of did it all himself and you know to put that sort of distance on a group one winner um just in the length of the straight that was um pretty impressive yeah
0: absolutely let's talk about your double on saturday night you're in the winner's circle with uh subtle delight an old favorite i'm sure and then the mere charmer Fenson was able to break through both in their own right were very impressive
1: yeah that's right you know um subtle delight he's sort of raced back into some pretty good form now you know he was. A very narrow second the week before and I thought he could go close with the right luck in that race Saturday night and all credit to him he sort of had to do the work in the end and he was really strong It's, it's credit to Don
0: Hancock the way he just keeps on keeping on year in year out he, he turns up and does his job
1: Yeah for sure you know he's been a good horse for a long time and he's sort of been up in that good grade you know free for all and just below for a long time now and he's Always earning money, he's always there about.
0: And Charm Offensive, the win didn't surprise anyone because she's been building to that victory.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, I sort of drove her a couple of starts before and she was really good without much luck. And I sort of thought she'd take a bit of beating in that race. Um, she's quite a nice filly, I think. You know, she's sort of still quite green, really. And um, when she sort of does put it together, I think she'll be quite good. Okay. You've got a number of drives coming through here later today. Uh,
0: You start in race one with Aurora, you've got Rock and Home. There's a number of others later. Which one at this point stands out most for you?
1: Um, It's probably a little hard to say. I think Rock and Home is actually going really well um, without having much luck and probably doesn't look like he's going to get much today either. So um, probably makes it a little bit hard for him. Um, Mochu Amethyst, I thought she was good last week. Um, it just sort of depends what trip she gets today. You know, if she can get some live cover up close, I think she can go close again.
0: Okay, yeah. She's just got that sticky draw, though, hasn't she? Paste inside, a little bit of paste outside? That's right. Yeah, okay. Well, hopefully you will be in the winner's circle. One final question that I want to pose of you this morning as well. You're a young up-and-coming driver here The Hunter Cup. A lot has been said and written about that race on Saturday night. Would you like to see it remain as a mobile or would you like to see it go back to the stand-start format?
1: Um, personally, I, I, I would really like to see it go back to a stand. You know, I, I really like the stand-start racing and I think it is exciting and it adds another sort of element to it. But um, in saying that, you know, if, if the barrier draw was different um, on Saturday night, it still could have been a very exciting race. It was just the way that cards happened to fall there, you know, it just sort of panned out, that it had to be sort of a boring race. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think that's a fair point, and it's good food for thought as well. Really appreciate the time, we'll see you Trackside later today. No worries, thanks Chris. Well, we just spoke with Angus Garrard, one of his winners on Saturday night was this little mare charm offensive, and like I said with Angus, it didn't really surprise many, because she's been building nicely over the past couple of weeks, and Finally, luck was on her side on Saturday night. The man that trains Charm Offensive is Lockie Manzolin, and he now joins us. Lockie, appreciate the time. No worries. Thanks for having me. Like I said, she's been building nicely, so it didn't surprise many on Saturday night that she was able to deliver a performance like she did.
2: No, I um, actually said to Angus before we went out I wouldn't be surprised if she come out and won today. Um, the to start before, we sort of just had no luck at all, and we went and chaired up, and that just, it didn't suit her, but we had to roll the dice, and it didn't work, so.
0: Mm. Well, she's been building well over those past couple of weeks. Even when she raced at uh lyfe on that Saturday night meeting, her performance there was really good, so over the past couple of weeks, she's put in some really good effort, so she just needed that little bit of luck, and it finally arrived on the weekend.
2: Yeah, she um she didn't get much luck again Saturday, but yeah, at least she had enough that she could get the job done so that was good she's only a four-year-old beautifully bred
0: by betters delight out of that badlands Hanover man that has been a really good producer high ho silver lining what are the future plans does she just keep rolling through her grades
2: um well that's the sort of plan if we're sort of looking if we could move her to america that'd be ideal but we haven't had much interest of late so we're just um keep pushing on with her and i'm happy to keep her she's probably my best horse so
0: okay that might change now that she's on the on the board on a saturday night though
2: yeah and yeah she at least she's got 56 next to her name now she's before that it was only 57 that was here but when she won here it was a really good run and she's only had 15 starts lifetime or something so she'll just keep rolling forward and getting better i think Yeah, well, there's got to be more improvement to come. Given that she's only
0: lightly raised and she's got that great pedigree, there's got to be just more natural improvement still to come.
2: She's Yeah, she's one of those horses that like we've never really found the bottom of her. She only does what she sort of has to do. And Saturday night, she actually surprised me a little bit when she got to him and then kept on going past. Normally, she just pokes her nose in front and finishes the job like that but she kept on rolling through the line which was really good okay well fingers
0: crossed that she'll keep doing the job charm offensive who knows the phone might start ringing now with some offers for america
3: you've got not a, runner a today at Albion.
0: yeah you've got a runner today at albion park but you're not driving you've got a catch drive later in the program she's a chance as your
2: runner in the first race the trot
0: yeah what are the expectations yeah.
2: here um I actually have, yeah, really high opinions of her as a trotter. Um, it sort of, yeah, it just happened by chance that she is a trotter. And, yeah, I'm not real keen on trotters. So I put the man, Sando, on. He loves trotters and knows what he's doing. So put the best on when you can.
0: Okay. Well, she's the only runner off the front line today. All other runners off pretty good handicap,
2: So can she sneak one here? Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. All she's got to do is trot. She um her first up run like she yes, as a trotter, she got to the first turn and sort of was a bit flustered and just hung in and made a break. So we added a pole last week and she was trotting really good, but she got a little bit keen in behind them and made another break. So as long as we trot the whole way today I'll be stoked. All right.
0: And then you're driving just Josh and then race seven today faces a second-row draw, and he faces a potentially good one in that slip the hundy the former Kiwi, but he can certainly run top three with a little bit of luck.
2: Yeah, he's not the worst in the race, and with a few scratchings off the front line there, a bit of a smaller field now, that'll suit him as well. So he's, he's never far away, and see what he can do today. All right. Would I be right in
0: saying that you're on the move, currently based at Reckler, 9th Street, but are you on the move?
2: Yeah, yeah, we're, um, we just sold this place and we're heading out to um, Jack's. We're just building a few stables out at Jack Butler's and see where we go from there. Okay, so was it
0: unexpected, the move, or was it
2: planned? A uh, bit of both. We sort of just put the place on the market with the good market at the moment. Like the, it's, It was priced pretty heavy and um, we sold it pretty quick. We didn't think it would sell or sell as quick as it did, especially, but um, we're not upset about it it's pretty good. Okay, well, there you go. So
0: uh, plenty of uh, movement as far as you're concerned then. It sounds like you're gonna be busy over the next couple
2: of months.
1: Yeah,
2: um, it's sort of cutting down on a few horses as well. I got some that's uh, here winning bonuses. So hopefully if they win their bonuses, they can get on the move and, So just keep a smaller team of better horses and go with them.
0: And do you focus then on the driving? You were almost uh, in the Century Club last season, so does that become more of a focus for you personally?
2: Yeah, um, I'm probably a bit more keen on driving than training, and Chloe's a bit the opposite. She she loves training and wants to do that, so um, she can probably focus a bit more on training, and I'll stick to my driving.
0: All right, well, we wish you uh, continued success in that regard. Good to see you in the winner's circle on Saturday night with that bonnie little mare charm offensive, and good luck to you later today.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, let's touch base now with one of our big race winners on Saturday night from the Hunter Cup program. Let's focus on the Ladyship Cup. Spellbound, we know this mare well here in Queensland. She was the beaten favourite in the inaugural running of the Golden Girl here last uh, winter, and there's every chance she might be headed our way a little bit later this year for another shot at the Golden Girls. Stu McDonald had the winning drive for winning trainer Nathan Perdon, and Stu's online with us now. Stu, appreciate the time. Congratulations.
4: Now, thank you very much, Chris. It's no worries at all.
0: That's your second
4: Group One win. On I'm led to believe on Saturday night. Uh, yes, it was. It's was good to um, get another one, and uh, you know, on the other side of the country too makes it a little bit more special. And I'm tipping
0: a very emotional victory, given everything that happened last week with the passing of the legend in, in Sir Roy Purden, Nathan training this mare. Really emotional stuff there. And it all sort of just spilled out on the racetrack not long after you crossed the line.
4: Yeah, it certainly did. Um, and it obviously meant, uh, yeah, it meant a lot to me, but it obviously means um, a little bit more to uh, to Nathan. And obviously, the very sad passing of Roy, who's obviously a legend in the game. And, and it's probably made a little bit more sad that Nathan's probably not going to be able to. Travel back to New Zealand to, to get to a funeral due to COVID restrictions. So I was just glad to be a part of um something that could um, honour honor him in any way I could.
0: Yeah, absolutely. She was the favourite for that race on Saturday night. We know she's a short course specialist and she just looked so well placed and she didn't disappoint. She actually buried that uh, opposition there on Saturday night. It was probably one of her better wins throughout her career.
4: Yeah, it certainly was. Um, there's something about her over a mile when she's fresh as a uh, yeah, she just goes super. Um, That's probably the third or fourth time she's done that. And, yeah, she never never fails to the point. She, and I think I could have won that race, obviously, from any draw. But Barry won when I saw that come out. I, I certainly smiled, that's for sure. And, yeah, she did what I thought she could do.
0: All right. So she's now Sydney
4: bound, and she'll tackle the Ladyship mile. That will be her next start? Yes, it will be her next start. As I said, um, she's really good fresh into the mile. So winning that race was an added bonus that we didn't have to go into the heats. And she can... um. Just uh, do what she does and, and stay fresh at home and, and get ready to get ready to rock for uh the ladyship, I think, at the end of the month in a few few Saturdays time.
0: Can she do the double? Can she win the lady well, she's got the ladyship cup, can she win the ladyship mole in the same year?
4: Yeah, I definitely think so. She's definitely good enough. Um she last time she's at Menangle she went fifty and she um blew away a couple of really nice nice mares that night and uh yeah, obviously the um, Barry gonna come into it and Stylish Memphis and a few others uh you know I've got a lot of respect for, so it's not gonna be easy, but um, you know, I probably wouldn't trade at this stage I would be trading my drive away anyway.
0: Okay. Is there a possibility that we could see her here in Brisbane again later this year for another shot at a race like the Golden Girl?
4: Uh, I believe Nathan does have it on the radar. I think um a more might be going up there for the Oaks, so he's um gonna, you know, probably pretty keen to take the spellbound up there again and try avenge uh, last year's loss. But, uh, yeah, no, so all going well. I imagine that'll be the plan.
0: Okay. Now, just going back to you, the fact that that was your second Group 1 win, so your first win, your first Group 1 win, I'm, I'm talking about, was the big Mantle Cup. So that was only, what, a couple of years ago, wasn't it?
4: Uh, yeah, I think it was a couple of years ago. Uh, two, yeah, probably, probably two years ago, um, nearly to the day. I think it was somewhere uh, in early February or late January uh, on 2020. So, yeah. It was um yeah been been a good start of the year that's for sure.
0: Okay, and was it Caviar Star?
4: Yeah, Caviar Star. Yep.
0: Okay. The difference from Saturday night with Caviar Star. So how how can you sort of put that into words? Like I said, I know it was very emotional there on Saturday night with with Spellbound, but is there a big difference between what you felt with your first compared to your second there?
4: Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there was um. The, probably the the bigger difference is like you said. There was um, it like it, it probably meant a, a lot. I, you know, don't be wrong. I love I love when the big race, but obviously um, it means that one sort of meant a lot more for uh, Nathan than it did for me. But um, I when I when I won the uh, Ferrari Cup and Kevlar Star, I thought uh, I was there was a, I was at a different level of excitement because I, I felt like I was um, rewarding uh, senior for for all the faith um, that he'd put in me, you know, and you would let me drive. Some of his best horses, I'd, you know, won race on King of Swing. I'd driven Chicago ball multiple times and stuff like that. So it was certainly good when I won that group one for him to to, um, reward him with the the faith that he showed me for the years that I was there. That was probably just uh, what separates it a little bit.
0: Okay. And and when you returned to scale, and the first time you laid eyes on Nathan, uh, could you tell that, you know, that was just pure relief but pure joy at the
4: same time? Yeah, for sure. I wasn't... um, I wasn't. I didn't really think he was that sort of an emotional person, but it, it certainly um, it spilled out on, on Sunday, and it's good to see. Um, yeah, obviously, uh, it was a very happy and a joyful time for him, and, and you know also a little bit sad with like what happened. But um, like I said before, it's just a, it's good to be a part of a, a, an, an honour that we can um yeah you know, attribute sort of thing to, to Roy in any way that I could. Yeah,
0: I think there was a line that uh, Nathan delivered to the the media that was picked up. He was a legendary trainer, but he was even a better grandfather. I thought that was a, a really
4: special line. Yeah, it certainly was. And um, I, I um, I never actually, got, I never actually got to meet Roy, which which is um, I'm, you know, a little bit upset about because I've heard so many great things about him, obviously. And like I said, he, you know, we've stated many times, but the guy was a legend, and it would have been an absolute honour to, to meet someone like him. But you know, he's uh, he's paved the way for for the family, and they're obviously um living up to the name. That's for sure. Okay, so you guys head to Sydney now,
0: or Morveda for the New South Wales Oaks? She's got to contest a round of heats there, but uh, you'll sort of pack up and, and head to Sydney in the coming weeks and get get ready for what is going to be a a big couple of
4: weeks up there. Yeah, it certainly will. I think, um, you no, know, uh, obviously Morvita's going to be a real good chance of taking out the Oaks. I think she'd be close to favourite for it, and I'm obviously very happy with um, Spellbound. She's going to be right in the market for the leadership. So yeah, it could be um, yeah, it could be a couple of big nights for us hopefully.
0: Yeah, but no amazing dream. They've decided
4: to uh, send
0: her to America probably a, a little sooner than what was tipped.
4: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. She um she left. Uh, she got picked up yesterday. She flies out tomorrow, I believe. Um, I don't. I I do remember uh, she was going to leave a bit earlier, but then they they decide to stay. But then, uh, yeah, they just uh, they got a flight for her. I think the flights have been a bit hard to get, so they sort of took one that come around when a spot opened up, and I think they probably persuaded them a little bit. But yeah, just sad to see her go. She's been um. Real good mare, obviously for Nathan over here, and she's been a champion for a long time, but, uh, yeah, I imagine she'll go well over there.
0: Okay, well, we wish them the best of luck with amazing drink. Again, congratulations for you. Your second Group 1 win there on Saturday night, taking out the Ladyship Cup. So you've got a Ladyship Cup, you've got a Fremantle Cup. Who knows? You might have a Ladyship Mile, and then a little bit further down the track, you might be a winner of the Group 1 Golden Girl here in Brisbane during our uh, our, uh, Tab Constellations in July.
4: Yeah, it'd be certainly nice. Um, I'll be be keeping my hopes up and crossing my fingers that um, we get some luck along the way. Well, we wish you the best of luck in the coming weeks with that ladyship
0: mile. And then, uh, who knows, it all hopefully points towards Brisbane. But again, congratulations, continued success, and hopefully we'll see you here during our Carnival in July.
4: Thank you very much, Chris.
0: Well, it's time now to find a winner. And we've got Albion Park Harness Racing this afternoon. Eight race program every Tuesday. Our man Racetrack, Ralphie, steers us into a winner. He's online with us now. Ralphie, good morning. Yeah, morning, Chris. We've got an eight eventer today here at the Creek. What have you found? What is our best bet on this card?
3: I think I found one today, race four, number two, Bracken Knight. He's a former Sydney pacer, and he had little luck at his local debut, um, and that was in when he ran behind the informed Soho Sinatra. He got caught up on the inside when the leader stopped. That was just past the 400-meter mark. And as a result of that, he just lost all momentum. Today, he's drawn a lot better. He certainly strips a lot fitter. And uh, while the maths indicate he, he should find a really uh, favourable position early. And the trainer, Stephen Seedy is a big fan of this segment. He uh, He's a good strike rate with these ex-Southerners. And Matty Nielsen, the driver, is in good form. So we'll respect this runner today and put him on top. Race four, number two, Bracken Knight.
0: Okay, so race four, number two, Bracken Knight. That wraps up the early quaddy, so he might be able to go skinny there in that final leg.
3: Yeah, I think so. That might be the way to go.
0: All right, so race four, number two, Bracken Knight. I tell you what, I know you're a big fan of the Team Teal campaign. Uh, Marissa McMullen, she's off to an absolute flyer during the month of February. Winners left, right and centre.
3: More winners again last night at Recliffe. Yeah, last night three winners. She's uh, one of the Team Teal Ambassadors and, and the other Team Teal Ambassador, Kylie Butler, she managed to get a win in the last of the night. Mm, so the girls are doing their part here in Queensland, no doubt. Oh, that's for
0: sure. Big time. Okay, it looks like Narissa could be in the winner's circle again here later today because her own runner, Slip The Hundy, who you were keen on last week, he looks like he can win again.
3: Yeah, I think what we should do is take all the money we won last week on Slip the Hunty and get on to Bracken Knight today. Well,
0: you've uh, steered us into one there. I like the confidence. Race four, number two, Bracken Knight. Ralphie, we'll see your trackside a little bit later. Okay, thanks, Chris. So there's racetrack Ralphie joining us. We've got an eight-event program, 103 start time, and we've still got plenty more uh, to get through as far as mobile rolling is concerned. Tomorrow we'll have a lot more Uh, guests coming through and we'll continue to focus on all of these big races coming through not only here locally, but also south of the border.